Welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com where the orchard of wisdom is just ready for picking. We celebrate your why, the journey that you've taken that inspires someone else. We support your services. We support your story. Come and be our guest. Become a host. Be an author with us. Come see what we've got. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Sherry Morgan. Prayer, what does it mean to you? What is the art of prayer? Prayer has changed quite considerably from going to the church, being on your knees, and praying for God's forgiveness, which seems to have been the trend for a very, very long time. Prayer now can be done anywhere at any time. How do we step into prayer? What is the vibration of prayer? Well, this is what Sherry does best, that she knows how to tap into that prayer, how for us to really find that connection that we really do need with that higher energy, that higher source, channeling that beautiful divine energy and receiving the knowledge that we need to know when we need to know it. And that comes from prayer. It's when we ignite our heart and our spirits and we step into that prayer-like healing and energy and we can send out prayers to people anywhere in the world and we're sending them out vibrational energy so prayer isn't just done in the churches it's done anywhere anytime how do we do it let's ask sherry and step into this um she has her own site uh, which is um one hang on one 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 uh Love is round, which I think is beautiful because there is no end to roundness. It's always uh, love is pure, love is continuous. And when we step into that, we are truly understanding what love is. So is love prayer? Is prayer love? Let's find out. Let's find out and uh, how we can step into prayer, into that beautiful vibrational energy. Welcome to the show, Sherry. Thank you very, very, very much, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be invited. Oh, my, my delights. And, and of course, prayer is something that um, it's associated with churches. And, but prayer, whether you're a part of a church or part of a religion, um, prayer can be anytime, anywhere. It doesn't have to be in the building, on the knees, or to a certain God, is it? Correct. Uh, prayer. <laughs> my, I was guided to my first prayer teacher, who was an Ojibwa elder. And she taught me a form for prayer that really turned my notion of prayer on its head Mm -hmm. and transformed my life. And she had me go out in nature first thing in the morning before sunrise, before eating or drinking or anything, and last thing before going to bed. And offering prayers of gratitude Mm -hmm. to everything in nature that I could witness or think of to give gratitude to and for all the various gifts that these various beings have to offer. So the year that I did that uh, for at least an hour every morning and every night really transformed my life. I began to feel very, very connected and related with nature, with all, with all of nature. Uh, my negative thoughts changed into thoughts of just deep appreciation, where before that, thank you had been more associated with manners, yes. politeness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but, but these prayers, 
I was so surprised by my own deep level of appreciation for being alive, for being connected, for being known and loved and a part of this whole divine world. Uh, and the aspects of nature began to speak back to me, which surprised me at first because I didn't know that was possible mm -hmm. yet. Well, I, had, I did actually have a couple of experiences before that, but I guess I didn't maybe trust it or know how to access it necessarily. So these prayers were um, very, very foundationally important in my learning. Those yeah. particular prayers. And of course, I continue <laughs> with daily prayers and continue to gather medicine in my prayers, uh, even though the prayers are not done in that same way. Right. But um, I think people don't really actually understand how important nature is. You know, it's not just there to look pretty. Um, mm. Every single thing out there has its own signature. It has its own purpose. And, you know, I absolutely love walking down an avenue of trees in a breeze and the rustle of the leaves. And mm. I remember one time walking with my dog down a particular street and the leaves were rustling really loudly. And I said, you're being too loud. I can't hear you. And literally the trees stopped. It became still for a moment just to, to say, oh, I'm sorry. And, but every time I walked down that avenue, I could feel I was being spoken to. I mm -hmm. could feel that nature was connecting with me. And we don't, we're so busy um, looking at prayer in a lot of ways sometimes for forgiveness or for something we want. We mm -hmm. forget that first we need to start it in gratitude of what's already there. Mm -hmm. Because that's a very positive vibration. <laughs> Absolutely. And gratitude, you know, what I, one of the things that I've learned about prayer is that prayer has a lot to do with relationship. Mm -hmm. And we normally think of relationship as just something we have with certain humans on the planet. But um, what about the relationship with the tree mm -hmm. in our yard mm -hmm. or the ocean or the river or the clouds or the we we have relationship with them as well just like the trees listen to you to say hey you're too loud <laughs> um it's it's surprising that we that our prayers sometimes for people and for me it was for a time that our prayers are actually heard mm -hmm. and are very powerful so one of the ways to build relationship and relationship goes a long way yeah to how effective our prayers are so one of the ways to build relationship with many, many, many aspects of nature is gratitude. Mm -hmm. Thank you, tree, for the beautiful, for your beauty, for the shade that you provide, for the animals and insects you house, for the food and the medicine that you offer. Thank you for holding our earth together. Thank you for cleaning our air so that we have clean air to breathe. When we, when we acknowledge the gifts of anybody, human or other than human, we, we begin to be filled with gratitude ourselves and we begin, to, we strengthen the relationship that we have. Right. And relationship is everything as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's connection. Relationships yeah. is connection, isn't it? You know, people don't want to be spoken to, they want to be spoken with. And, mm -hmm. uh, in, and that's the same with nature. When you interact with it, you know, you kind of, catch in on that on that wonderful vibration and nature has a wonderful way of speaking back to you and if only if we would open up to that 
you know, and stop dictating how things are spoken to us and allow that knowledge to come to us in whatever form. We feel the knowledge because you're feeling it in the vibration. And it will always tell you what you need to know. You get those what we call aha moments. Well, that was nature, you know, mm -hmm. in that prayer answering you. And we don't pay attention to it because I think we're so busy doing things, especially prayer, um, that it's sacrilege to do prayer outside of a church. And that prayer has to be, you know, to God and it has to be done first in, you know, got to forgive your sins, you know, forgive me my sins lord i've sinned this week and it's like it's living in fear of god all the time rather than living in the joy of god all the time and having a relationship with god through your own prayer we seem to have lost that connection haven't we yes um you know i i want to speak to that a little bit when i was first offering prayers to call it higher beings in this, uh, not so much as a child, but since I've been being, since I was introduced to prayer in this more, let's call it indigenous way of mm -hmm. relating with the world. Uh, I remember crying and saying things like, oh, I don't deserve, I don't deserve to talk to God. And I realized that that was just my conditioning, my programming yes. mm -hmm. from my childhood. And we've become a world of self-loathing, a culture of self-loathing, yes. not necessarily all over the world, but certainly our culture is, has a lot of, of self-loathing. And I, I think a big part of it comes from that, mm, let's call it conditioning, that we're somehow sinners, we're mm. lesser than, we're we're not okay, etc. And that is just so not true. No. <laughs> if we're made in God's light and we're all sinners, what does that say about God? Now, that is not what God represents. You know, it, it is yeah. about being in God's light as being in, in God's love. And so yes. why are we not loving who we are and loving each other why is this infliction of you're a sinner and you've got to repent and uh, you know and and the self-loathing coming from this dictation of you know this conditioning of you are unworthy we really have to close the door on that don't we because that is really quintessentially what is wrong with us as a society Yes, and what prevents us from knowing our gifts and knowing mm -hmm. who we are authentically. Mm -hmm. So now I know that, you know, we, we're generalizing here when we're speaking this way, and I know that that's not any longer true for lots of people. Yeah. They don't hold that, lots of people don't hold that we're sinners or right. that. But there is still a fairly pervasive element of that in our world. But so prayer for me has helped me to get to know who I am, yeah. who I truly am, not what my conditioning has uh, allowed for, my beliefs, my programming, my doubts, my fears, etc., etc., etc. So the more that I connect with that loving energy and that energy that loves me back and yes. knows me well, knows me better than I cognitively know myself, uh, the more I've become, uh, well, joyous, uh, 
confident, um, just so happy to be doing the work that I'm doing and relating with an amazing whole lot of people and nature and living in this beautiful city. And Yes, yes. We're in Victoria, BC, folks, a wonderful vibrational island, most certainly. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so prayer can be very, and I think is meant to be a lot, not exclusively, very personal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of people I've worked with have problem asking for help for themselves. Yes. Very common and, problem. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just think that, you know, the divine as representative through nature, which is so easy to access. Mm -hmm. Let's leave, you know, this notion of like God, which is, all and everything and really way too big for us to grasp out of the equation because we it's so much easier to connect with that tree or with grandmother ocean or with um a special rock or whatever aspect of nature that we can access and have some sort of um friendly feelings toward that's a safe place to offer our prayers and to ask for help and it's surprising that to a lot of people that we could do that. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's where they make the connection. You know, that you, you talk about the love given back to you. It's unconditional love. It's not like I'll only love you if, right. right. It is unconditional love. And when you, the more you immerse yourself in the nature, in that prayer, in that connection, the more those channels open up. And the more you see this unconditional, just loved for who you are, love for the beingness that is within you. And the more you feel that love, the more rather like a flower, you open up, right? You mm -hmm. open up to that divine sunlight of love. And it's, you see how nature works, you know, from seed to full bloom. And it, it's basically that love is just waiting to bring us to full bloom. And, yes. and the only person that's stopping that is ourselves through this external conditioning. Well, through the programming in our mind, and that comes a lot from the external conditioning, mm -hmm. but it really is our mind and yes. that is the only culprit mm -hmm. in the way of our experience of connection. And that's really challenging because our minds are rattling, prattling along, on and on and <laughs> constantly. on. Uh, constantly, exactly. And that's not going to stop. Mm -hmm. But the nature of the, those thoughts, uh, yeah. and, or at least it's not going to stop anytime soon, I've noticed. Yes, yes. <laughs> it may be a few lifetimes away, I have no idea. But, but uh, not like we, need, we want to hope or expect that the chattering mind is going to go away anytime soon. But it's changing uh, the chatter. It's changing the chatter, but yeah. it's also pain. For example, there's a, um, there's a particular meditation that we do in the workshop that's really, really helpful for people. And that is to put our attention or our awareness on something. Could be a plant, could be a house plant, mm -hmm. for example. And remove all the labels that we have for that plant. You know, I don't know, jade plant, beautiful, big, green, what, you know, pot whatever all those labels are that we have for the plant and just put our awareness on the plant 
And every time some new label comes in, including the labels that are not about the plant, because all those other labels will start coming in as well, like, oh, I wonder if I'm doing this right, or how long do I have to do this before something <laughs> happens? Or, oh yeah, I've got to remember to go to the grocery store. Or, you know, whatever all the labels are, because it's not just the plant. They, those labels just keep coming in. Labels are words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But those, and they are conjured up in our mind and they have meaning. Mm -hmm. And we attach meaning to everything, including whether or not I'm worthy, whether or not I, a tree or plant or grandmother ocean might talk to me or not, or love me or not. Or, you know, we have all these notions. And that normally guides our life and gives us our worldview. But there is no worldview to agree on. It's our thoughts and beliefs and so on that give us the world, not the mm. world gives us right. our thoughts. Internal, out. Um, yeah. You know, the dialogue that you talk about is um, we're not going to stop the chatter. Right. It's, it's always going to be there. There's always a perpetual dialogue going on. And, you know, to look for that complete silence of nothingness is, is something that we all kind of wish to ascend to. And every now and again, I get a nice little pocket of it. <gasps> it's wonderful. And then it's back to the old chatter. But what it is, is being mindful of what the chatter is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think what you're talking about when you're looking at that plant is, is really focusing and channeling your energy on the plant. And I think one of the things we can do with our chatter is take it and focus it on something and give everything that energy, give all that energy that you have within you to it and see how it grows. And you'll be astonished to see how it grows um, and how you feel about the growth. Because now, as you talked about relationship, mm -hmm. you now have a relationship with that plant. There is a connection with the energy there. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that focus then becomes even more intense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Very much so, and you, and very possible, very likely even to experience love both ways. The, mm -hmm. it, being in a field of love with the plant, for example, uh, I don't call it channeling because I think channeling is a particular something. But I just call it awareness. Just putting our attention. We don't have to do anything we don't have to wonder if we can channel or whatever so i just think that that word might be a barrier sometimes for people all we have to do is put awareness on the plant hold it there and remove all the labels that come up mm -hmm. and at some point usually people will experience a very deep connection and if you don't with that plant try a different plant right or a saucer or a vase or something that there's not too much labeling going on, too many word associations or yeah. meanings um, with. So that's I mean, why plants are often a good place, good to, place start. to start. Yeah, But you, you've got people that uh, name their cars. Yes. And their car becomes kind of their best friend. And you, you, know, and it's, and you think, you know, oh, they're loony. But no, actually, is that... They're, they're tapping into the energy because every single thing has energy signature, everything. Yeah. And they're kind of tapping into that 
succinctness with their car. So when they get into their car, they're getting into it with trust and in a partnership with their car, aren't they? So it's not, it doesn't have to be something that is organic because everything carries an energy signature and we can connect to any of those energy signatures. Indeed, we do. And we do whether we're aware of it or not. <laughs> yes, I don't think we're aware of it. And probably then, sounds quite bizarre for some people, but it, it, it is actually so. <laughs> we, the energy that we can work on the most effectively is our own. Mm -hmm. And this is why prayers of gratitude, mm -hmm. excessive prayers of gratitude, are so transforming. Because our energy... I had someone do a, what do you call it, dowsing on me one time as a, as a demonstration to a group and had me think of positive thoughts and my energy field expanded, had me think of something that I was, let's say, afraid of and my energy field shrunk really close. Mm -hmm. So this notion of energy, which we and everything else is a part of, we can affect that a lot by for example, a whole lot of gratitude. And we can express gratitude to the people in our lives, to being alive, to, to the plants, the trees, the mosquitoes, anything, right? And how the about, more we do to, that... We how about to energy. the mirror? Well, to the mirror. Right? I mean, we can't pull the wool over our own eyes. Yes. And I think when you start looking at yourself in the mirror in gratitude, stop looking at, oh, this is saggy or this is lined or this is this or this is that, you know, as, as you talked about worthiness, you mm -hmm. know, stop looking at yourself as being unworthy and start seeing the beauty that lies within you, the beauty yeah. that reflects from you. Start being honest with yourself. And I think facing yourself in the mirror, you know, there lies your truth, there lies your distruth and it's what do you want to embrace what do you want to nurture your truth you want your truth yeah. to come out so why not give that energy to your mirror reflection and let it mirror back on you yes someone uh, just recently i read someone said that they don't look back on their day mm. and think oh i should have done this and i didn't get that done and you know whatever all those sort of negative thoughts but look back on the day with oh wow i wrote this great letter i did this i all the things yep. that we did well because mm -hmm. that also helps mm -hmm. lift our spirits so we're it's too common and too handy to beat ourselves up for the things that we didn't do or that we didn't do well or that we said that we shouldn't have said or things like that. I think we're worried about judgment, aren't we? We're worried that other people are going to pass judgment on us because we haven't achieved in the day what somebody's expectation was on us. But I think if we focused on what we did achieve, be it one thing or a dozen things, and that you did it well and you did it from that heart space, you know, look at what that achievement is and stop worrying about other people's opinions of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Why do we let other people's opinion affect us so much? Well, I think, you know, when you say we're afraid of other people's judgments mm -hmm. uh, toward us, what comes to mind for me is that we know that because we also judge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We live in a culture of judging. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're afraid. I've, I've uh, read also a little while back that 
um, public speaking is the most fearful thing that uh, the number one fearful mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. more fearful than death and divorce and all those things. Right. Um, wow. And that has, I can only imagine that has to come from what will people think of me? Yeah. And yeah. am I worthy? Am I good enough? You know, those kinds of fears. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yeah. So I, yeah. So back to prayer. <laughs> Since that's what my calling is, I was clearly called to this path. And by the way, that was such a surprise for me. Mm -hmm. I had, you know, I'd been brought up in a church, but I hadn't really been uh, religious or spiritual even for many years in between. But I did have this deep longing to know what my work is, what's my purpose, what's my yes. work, and so on, and prayed and asked mm -hmm. um, and declared in my prayers that I'm ready to do whatever it is I'm meant to do in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Had I made a list of a hundred things or a thousand, maybe I prayer wouldn't have been on the list because it right. wouldn't have come to mind. Yes. But there it was after a vision quest, that was the messages that I began to receive. And what I've learned through my own journey with prayer is that there's perhaps nothing more important than for us to learn who our authentic selves are and shed the conditioning, uh, get back in connection and relationship with the world around us, um, honor, honor the sacred in any way we can, in, like in the seasons, the, you know, people used to do ceremony for planting and for mm -hmm. harvesting and for mm -hmm. hunting and for the games, actually, that yes. they played and the cooking and so on. And this all brings us into a kind of relationship with the whole mm -hmm. and in a way that's really quite beautiful. And then there's, of course, ways that are more effective than other ways to yeah. pray. And one of the things people commonly pray for is are other people. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe not so much for themselves. I don't know. But, um, and there, you know, I'd like to just mention that there's, there's, um, there's a danger in praying for something that somebody else doesn't want. It's, not, it's mm -hmm. not recommended because prayer is very powerful. Mm -hmm. And we would not want somebody to pray for us for something we don't want. Right. Yes. So we can therefore understand that praying for something somebody else doesn't want is also important. Yeah. So for example, people will commonly think that it's, um, it's the right thing to do to pray for someone's healing. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants healing. Um, some people get a lot of mileage out of being sick. Yes, <laughs> yes. Not everybody in the world wants world peace. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a lot of people who want to win. Mm -hmm. So we actually create conflict instead of the thing that we're asking for if we pray for things that are not wanted, mm -hmm. that we think should be, but that are not wanted. So it's really not recommended. Um, it's safe if people ask you, would you please pray for me right. that I 
find healing, for example, or whatever it is, absolutely, I will. And then we can support what they want. Right. Yeah, um, because it's, it, it is very powerful. Um, uh, my mom was uh, trying to cross over and, and was f- unable to do it on her own. And uh, I sent out a prayer request for assistance for her to cross over because it, it was her time. She was in considerable amount of pain. She wanted to go, but she just didn't know how. Yeah. And uh, I had over 100 people on Facebook send out prayers to her, not just yeah. likes, but prayers. Right. And the next day apparently was a rainy day and there was sun that came through one moment through the glass window and it shone down on her. And apparently my sister said she just opened her eyes and opened her hands and that was it. Wow. And so, you know, I really do believe that those, those prayers were answered. Mm-hmm. I recently had a sister in hospital that was touch and go. Um, she shouldn't have made it. You know, everything was against her. Again, I asked prayer for her to, to help her through this because she did want to live. And she's back home. She's actually a miracle because the only way of fixing her problem is through an operation which they can't do. Mm. And yet she is living with this condition that she's not meant to be able to live with. So, mm. yeah, the power of prayer, because what people don't realize is that intent of loving energy that you're sending mm. out. And when there's mm. a lot of that energy going out, mm. um, you have to make sure that that person is able to receive it in the right intent because it really is going to work for them, isn't it? Yes. Well, you want to amplify people's prayers, mm. not interfere right. with what they're wanting for, their, yeah. for themselves. Yeah. Yes. And by prayer in that sentence especially, I don't mean um, you know, an overt prayer, but just I, because I think our, our wants are a kind of prayer as well. Um, so if somebody really wants to heal, great, support that. Yes. You know, and you get that that's sincere or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely support that. I mean, you can have prayers for world leaders to see reason. <laughs> and that's not going to work because their contract here on earth is to be what they are because they are showing us the error of our ways and how we need to change. And we need to understand that we all, got, we all have the soul contract. We're all here for a purpose. And mm-hmm. it's up to us in our life to discover what that meaningful purpose is. And even people that we consider the villains of life, it's their role to show us that so that we know what to do to elevate ourselves into a better consciousness. So we can't pray f- for the world peace amongst the those that are the disruptors mm-hmm. we can only pray that we find peace within us yeah because that's the peace that we're bringing to the equation yes yes and it's always okay to send love in your prayers oh yeah yeah you know if you um if you want to include world leaders um or anybody really I, I have sometimes done that when I've just offered love to a world leader that I think I would like to see have more um, influence yes. <laughs> in the world. And so, I, you know, I'll, I'll focus there for, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Not that I do that very often. My prayers are, are typically more relationships that I have myself mm-hmm. and uh, people who've asked for my prayers and that kind of thing. 
I mean, we, we, we see this, what is it, the, the old pageantry, you know, what is the question? I'm praying for world peace, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and we don't realize that the peace starts with us. It is within yeah. us. And mm-hmm. if we want to reflect peace out there, we have to find that peace and tranquility within ourselves because mm-hmm. what we are is going to resonate out. And if you're a person of anger, disconnect or dis, um, discontent, that is mm-hmm. your reflection. So finding that inner peace and connection and relationship with self first mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. imperative, isn't it? Because you yeah. can't give to the rest of the world until you have found it first in yourself. And we can't be loved until mm-hmm. we find it first in ourselves. Exactly. exactly. So back to the self-loathing, mm-hmm. um, we, um, we can only deserve love if we love ourselves. Yeah. I, I can well remember um, for some period of time, if people said, I love you, I, my mind would question it and say, well, they must be lying because I'm not lovable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then after some long period of time, if people <laughs> said, I love you, I would start questioning it. Well, really? I mean, really? Do they love me? Mm-hmm. There was a little, little opening. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually I could just let it in. Oh, they love me. How nice. Oh, I love you too. And, and then it's round again. Yeah. Like I didn't block it um, yeah. with my own feelings of unworthiness. It's starting to see from their eyes what they see to love within you. And it's your willingness to open up and say, well, if they see that in me and I can't see it in myself, you know, I need to look deeper. I need to look further because they all say they love me and I don't love myself. So who's disconnected here who's so, right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we all want to be loved isn't you know that's yeah. i think we all want a sense of belonging we all want yeah. to know that our presence here counts mm-hmm. right you know that's why we all seek a purpose we mm-hmm. seek something that is our contribution that mm-hmm. is part of you know we are this instrument in life um, that serves others and in that self-discovery of life, we can't find it externally. It has to be found internally so that our purpose then can externally be spent. But life, everything is, is the inside job. <laughs> yes. Yes, we're here to heal and learn. And oftentimes, uh, I have in my, in my life, when, I'm, when I am faced with something that I need to learn have made that into a problem for me. Like, Oh, I'm not good enough. That's proof because I haven't learned that yet. Or I can't do that skill that this person has. So they must be better than me. Mm-hmm. But no, we don't all have the same skills and talents and we're not meant to. Mm-hmm. I'm good at this. You're good at that. That's why we need each other too. Right. I mean, how bland would a meal be without the salt and pepper and the spices and everything else, right? You know, that's, and each one of us in our own gift of life and our own purpose of life is that is contributing to the feast of life. And it's not about measuring ourselves against someone else. It's about stepping into the measurement within us. You know, are, are we living inch by inch? Have we embraced our yard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. And we're pretty awesome if we allow ourselves to be, aren't we? 
we all are. Mm-hmm. Yes, every single one of us. And uh, we're just like a leaf on a tree. Mm-hmm. There's no more valid leaf or less valid leaf. We're just a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> but we have the um, privilege of finding that being a leaf is joyous. Yes. Or us uh, suffering. And it's really up to us. But there is healing to be done because we're programmed otherwise and um, think we somehow need to be special or we're not lovable or something like that. Yeah, you know, we're, we're special. But a leaf doesn't wonder that, right? No, no. I mean, a leaf, <laughs> a leaf is part of how many leaves on the branch, right? <laughs> and it's happy to be a part of the collective. Right. And I think this thing of that we've got to be an important leaf, otherwise we don't count is again, mm. is, is, is a human imposition put on us, is mm. that when we step into the divine presence of who we are and that connection, we realize that being part of that collective, you know, it's the I am becoming, becoming part of the we are. Mm-hmm. And you can't be a we are until you are an I am. Mm. Because that I am is your loving vibration. It's your resonance. And if you mm. want to be part of that beautiful vibration uh, of, you know, divine essence, then we've got to become the I am's to be the we are's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or acknowledge ourselves as a we are. <laughs> right. yeah. And so, a valid I am. I am a valid I am. Yes. I am. Yes. And I yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, prayer is, is a lot of time people think it's something that you have to ask for. You know, we're asking for guidance, asking for healing, asking for direction. But as you said, if we step it up first, we're in a sense of gratitude for what we already have. Mm-hmm. Um, then, it's, then it's not a question of asking for more. It's just asking how to excel this to be even more of a beacon of light. To, to be even more a reflection of loving energy so that it becomes more invitational to other people. And I think copious prayers of gratitude help us become that light. Mm-hmm. We shed a lot of heaviness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but it seems to me that uh, a good formula <laughs> for a long period of time is just simply offer prayers of gratitude as often as possible or offer gratitude just in our human interactions as well. Yes. Uh, as often as possible because it transforms us. And it's the small things, the mm-hmm. little things in life, mm-hmm. you know, seeing a ladybird, you know, yes. just a beautiful yes. little ladybird, you know, where's, where's your home? You always think of that little thing, you know? Um, and it's the wonderment of, of something so tiny, but mm-hmm. so perfect, you know, mm-hmm. and just realizing that we were all designed in that perfection, but mm-hmm. we were all designed for a different reason. Mm-hmm. And just as we look at that tiny little ladybird, which is smaller than our little nail on our finger, mm-hmm. and yet it has a purpose. And right. so why are we not embracing that beautiful purpose within us? Right. So you do um, other things than other than just to help people find their prayer and step into prayer. You also do uh, drumming. Uh, when I when I lead the prayer workshop, which is a two and a half day thing, the the core program that I started with, uh, I lead three drum journeys. 
to help people uh, go visit the spirit of a plant, a rock, a tree, mm -hmm. whatever. And when I was first doing that about oh, 18 or 20 years ago, I had this strong sense that I would be leading drum journeys to help people go within mm -hmm. to learn what the source of their or the core of their illness or disease or suffering is. And it was very strong sense I had. And I wrote to um, the shaman that I work with in Mexico after a few times experiencing this. And I received a message back, not yet. It will drastically complicate your life. Mm -hmm. But it came back several months ago, although I'd forgotten about it, but it came back. And now this is something that I'm offering. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing uh, what I've seen so far with people to discover, you know, why for five years have I felt so tired? Right. Or why have I got this chronic issue, pain, disease, illness, whatever it is? Um, and then what I do, what I've started to do that I found very beneficial, something I've been doing for oh, many years is something I call companion prayers. And in a companion prayer, I work with one person, um, could be by distance, by phone, each of us with a candle lit to connect us, or it could be in person. And we work to find out what, the, what is the prayer that you're looking, what, you, what is it you're looking for guidance about? Mm -hmm. And so, we, so I work with them to make sure we've formulated just the right prayer that would suit this situation. And then we pray together. My prayer amplifies their prayer. I'm praying for them. They're praying for themselves. They receive the guidance. One of my great gifts, I can't take any credit for it other than just following my path and doing my work, but mm -hmm. what seems to be my gift is to help other people receive guidance mm -hmm. themselves. I don't get it for them like channelers do. Right. Um, they get their own guidance. And this, I think, is our birthright. Mm -hmm. We're all connected. We're all related. And when we get it ourselves, I think we trust it more than if somebody yeah. else tells us what they see or what they yeah. got or, you know, something. Well, like they connect that. to it more for a start. They, you know, they actually mm -hmm. feel it. So, therefore, when you feel it, you can see it as opposed to just information being passed on to them. So, as you said, it amplifies that knowledge. And I think a lot of the time, people don't know how to pray, on, on how, to, um, how to focus that prayer on something, how to step into a particular tone of prayer, mm -hmm. um, or how to ask for something, and also know when they're receiving it. I think that's probably one of the difficult things for people, is know when they receive because we don't just receive it by Amazon post. You know, it's, uh, it's going to come to you in sometimes the most unusual ways and it's being open and ready to receive and understand when it's coming to you however bizarre it may come to you yes but when i do the companion prayers the the guidance comes immediately mm. um in our in my own prayers or most of us probably in our own prayers we don't necessarily receive the guidance immediately like you and i speaking with one another and getting a response right away. Mm -hmm. It doesn't usually come like that. But when I do companion prayers, it comes immediately. Right. It comes within a few moments. And 
it comes to the other person, mm-hmm. the person that I'm, that I'm working with. But yes, you're right. The guidance, uh, you know, if we, especially I think if we ask, well, I don't know, but it, oftentimes when we ask for guidance for something for our lives, it could come, uh, it could come that night in our dreams. It could come right away in kind of a sense or intuition or something. It could come next year. Yes. Because there's all sorts of, depending on what we're asking for, there's all sorts of conditions that need to be arranged. Yes. Some synchronicities along <laughs> the way. Yes. Yeah. To make that happen. So yes, our, our impatience can be an impediment in this case. We have to, um, I, I think it's really important to, to only pray for what we're really clear we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, not something we think we should have or should be or, but something that we're really clear that is important and needed for us. And if um, you're not clear on what it is, is asking mm-hmm. for the guidance for that clarity. Absolutely. You know, understanding what it is that you want, because there's an awful lot of people, well, I just don't know what I want. You know, yes. I'm in that self-discovery and I don't yeah. know. And maybe, uh, uh, you know, a helpful prayer for lots of people is help me know my authentic self and let, guidance just take you along mm-hmm. you know and that but within have to open ourselves for that right. being taken along um our but, but it's also go, when you get the information yeah yeah <laughs> you know, hallelujah when you get mm-hmm. the information too though sometimes it may not be the information you thought you wanted or and uh, just don't argue with it even if you yeah. don't quite comprehend um like if, if it happened to you, you know, before you stepped into this, um, your, you know, your avenue is going to be prayer. As mm-hmm. you said, it wouldn't have ever been on your list. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like if you're given that kind of information, just let it sit there. Mm-hmm. Let it sit there. Don't start arguing. Don't start how or where or what. Just let it sit there. And then if you're open to it, then through further prayer, you'll understand and how you're meant to use whatever it is they've guided you to yeah or find a teacher find a teacher to guide you that amplifies the understanding (laughs) when i got the um guidance several many times to teach people about prayer i thought wow this is a really good idea but i don't know what to do Mm -hmm. so um i asked a meditation teacher if she wanted to do something together and she said no i'm too busy and i asked a yoga teacher if he wanted to do something together and he said, no, I'm too busy. <laughs> and I kept getting these messages. And so I wrote to this shaman in Mexico and um, the response back was, um, it's not only a good idea, but it's one of your callings and it's about time you picked up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. When it's right, it's right. And, and, and then I got either. called. Yeah. Yeah. And the then validation. I come down there to start the, the training, right? Right, exactly. And I think you know, we all want to find that meaningful purpose. I found it when I started doing this. You know, I've done many things uh, in my life, and, and there were good connections here and there. But when, when I started doing this, it wasn't immediate, but um, it, 
you know, I'm in, I'm in my calling now because I'm giving an avenue for people like yourself, mm-hmm. um, for others to find you. That wonderful directory, you know, we'll call it the Orchard of Wisdom, where yeah. um, whatever you're looking for, I've pretty well got a show on it. And right. so, in, in the thing is today is that we can use technology to seek out those people that that can help us on our guidance we've just got to be willing to be participants in our own lives a little investigators and listen mm-hmm. to people like listen to you on the show and if that prayer connects you know i'd love to know the art of prayer how can i connect mm-hmm. you know because that's i don't have a relationship with self i don't have a relationship with nature how can i mm-hmm. connect through prayer mm-hmm. and now they have an avenue of somebody who can guide them on that way mm-hmm. and i think this is something that as um as perhaps lost souls in this world um we've got people that have gone before us that are willing to take us on you know on our own journey give us the tools the knowledge uh, the love and the support for us to walk our own path we've just got to be willing to step up though haven't we mm-hmm. yes yes and we, we just have to be willing to be joyous yes um, but really joyous because we have a lot of money or a big house or, you know, but um, joyous because it's an inner joy yeah. from knowing ourselves, from walking our true path, from whatever that is. Um, we've been brought up to think that happiness will come if we drink this beer or <laughs> yeah. wear this makeup or whatever, right? Find but, the right man and I'll be happy forever after. Yes. Right. <laughs> Right. But uh, that's really not, I found, that's not where joy really lives at no. all. No. no. Again, an inside job, you know, that yeah. inner joy. And, and again, it comes by sometimes just pure simplicity. Mm-hmm. You know, watching animals play, your children play, uh, the birds singing, you know, uh, the leaves rustling, um, the waves on the shore. There are so many ways you can tap into joy. But I think to get to joy, you've got to go through gratitude first. For sure. That's a big contribution, big help. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think joy is also something that people find really hard to step into. I know for a long time, I was so immersed in purpose and I got joy out of my purpose, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to take that joy outside of my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think this is something too, when you step into a purpose that you love so much, how do you stay in it when you're you know not actually doing it and continue taking that that joy of your purpose around Mm -hmm. with you and i think that sometimes can be something that um we compartmentalize things and that's not what it's meant to be everything's meant to be a flow isn't it yes yes and and yes and we flow I think sometimes well, my challenge and our challenge is to flow with things that come at us. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever but, it may be. <laughs> you know, the wind might be very gentle one day or very, very strong another. And uh-huh. so the ocean responds no matter what. Mm-hmm. Doesn't resist the big, huge waves or the gentle ones or the clouds don't resist, but we do. No, 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 it shouldn't be this way. (laughs) So learning, you know, it's still very much um, a process, an ongoing process, but to learn to be with those big waves that come our way sometimes that we want to resist and fight against. And, but 
everything okay. has a reason I, mean, yeah. I was over at my son's this last weekend for my daughter's engagement party mm. on the friday congratulations night. Uh, yes it was a, a lovely event lovely to see that the the right couple come together it's really exciting but the the night before we were just having dinner together a few of us and it's like um you know somebody say something and and it was pouring with rain and we were worried it was going to rain the next day because it was going to be an inside outside type thing and uh, and i said well let's be grateful for the rain because my mm. son's restaurant is right next door to a vegetable farm mm. and i said your vegetables are getting watered so that you yes. <laughs> have something right. to serve. Yeah. And so, and may the rain um, sustain for long enough for the event and then come back and water the earth again. And it's, um, you know, sometimes we look and go, oh, it's raining again. But everything has its reason and everything has its purpose. And what we have to do is look at what it's doing even if it's affecting our day and we didn't want the rain, mm -hmm. right? It's watering something that serves us. So, Absolutely. you know, look at, look at the, the longer or the bigger picture of it, not just at the moment. Yes. And this is, and this is really, um, I don't know, sort of crazy thinking that we think that, that all of nature should at all times respond the way we want it to respond. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> i prayed for it how come <laughs> yeah. and nature is its own boss you know and uh, um however much humans try and change nature nature mm -hmm. will always win mm -hmm. and uh, you know what we've got to understand our partnership with nature has to be more mm -hmm. on respect and i don't think we respect nature as much mm -hmm. as we should mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And gratitude can help. I'll just oh, keep putting yeah. it <laughs> You know, there's a lot of science now around gratitude and how helpful it is, how beneficial it is to the person who's expressing the gratitude. Yes. Also to the relationship with whatever aspect we're expressing gratitude to. But yeah, I mean, a, it's a, it's a it, life changer. It, it is because if you stepped up, and start speaking to what you're grateful for in your life. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking at things that happened to you that you didn't like, you know, that's part of life. There's, you know, um, there's always a vegetable on the plate you don't like, you know, that's <laughs> part of growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what we have to understand is that for, for every negative, there's always a positive and those negatives and positives have to be there to keep the balance. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they're not so negative. They just might be negative to you in that moment, but there's a positive side to it. And I think it's always willingness to look at the positive side. Yes. And, you know, um, you said something there, uh, Sara, where, where um, be grateful for things in life. And it's absolutely that way. But what I'm working on myself more is to be grateful to. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, so because when we say for... Uh, anyway, for example, I'll walk down the street, let's say, with a friend and say, oh, isn't that a beautiful flower? And I'll say that just automatically. And then I'll, and then I'll stop and go, oh, look at you, you beautiful flower. Thank you. You know, so, so that I'm speaking to the plant or yes. the flower, the tree or whatever, not about it. Yes, yes. Because one of the problems I think in our English language particularly is that we've isized the world mm -hmm. and when we make it an is 
we don't relate to it as a living presence that we can relate with mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that actually can respond to us, can hear us, can, um, you know, we talk about it, it's as though they're inanimate. Yeah. And we do that with living things. Mm -hmm. um, I've even, <laughs> in my workshops, I've even had um, inanimate things like a pen or a butter dish give messages back to people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's a stretch. Most people can kind of appreciate that the living world, the plant, the living plant has some sentience, but the butter dish, come mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. But well, maybe so. Spirit flows in and around and throughout all things, right? But they'll accept a Ouija board, which is cardboard and a little plastic thing that you weave <laughs> around, but, right? But they won't accept it from a dish, right? <laughs> Who are we to say right. what things come through? Right. Right? It's just to us be open to receiving in mm. whichever way and whenever it wants to, to come through because that knowledge mm. will come through to you at the time that you're ready to receive it. Yes. And we just need an enormous amount of patience. Mm. We're not very good at that as, as human no. beings, are we? You know, no. because, you know, we, you're telling us to live in the now. I'm in the now and now I want this. You know? no, no. And it's, that's not quite the now we're talking about, you know. I know. We're and our computers. The, the present, the right. gift of life, right? Uh, that's the now we're talking about. Um, it's not demanding what you want to have right now. Um, no. There we have to plant the seeds and water them, don't we? Yeah. Yes. With good intent. That's Absolutely. the important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It is all right for us to desire more for our lives. It's all, all right for us to desire our own security, our own home, our own um, sanctuary, our basis in which to do our work. And a lot of people think that if you're stepping into the work of the divine, it's sacrilege or, you know, you've got to sacrifice. That is not the case, is it? Um. Uh, probably not, but you know, um, my, my own experience is that I've had, I mean, I think it's very common for people who are on a, a spiritual path to have some really challenging lessons mm -hmm. handed to us. Uh, so, for example, in my own journey, I had um, I, a job in the corporate world, I was successful in those ways of you know, that we normally measure success financially, mm. the house, the car, the corner office, you know, those right. sort of things. But at some point in my life, there was that moment, like many people have, where it's like, is this all there is? Mm -hmm. And anyway, over the next several years, it all disappeared. The car, the house, the money, the bank account, the whole shebang, right? Well, what I, when I look back, I realized, oh, gosh. I didn't deserve it when I had it. I wasn't good enough. I didn't deserve it. I had to hide my success. Mm. So it took me going broke. Yeah. You know, bad investments, spending too much, giving money away, whatever. Uh, it took me going broke to learn deservedness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I read an article once where somebody who lay in traction for four months because of an accident in those four months of lots of time for reflection, I guess, learned his purpose in life. 
and changed his life around. So sometimes I think that the if we actually just did let things happen and not judge this is wrong, this is bad, this shouldn't happen, poor me, whatever, but uh, learn to to um, accept what happens and go with it and not make it mean I'm not good enough or I did something stupid or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think sometimes people, oh, well, I'll be on a spiritual path as long as I don't lose my money mm-hmm. or as long as I, um, whatever, you know, fill in the blank, right? Well, maybe that's the best lesson you ever had and you'll be super grateful. I've heard that from people with cancer, for example. Yes, yes. That it, oh, yes. Took, it took getting cancer for them to really see who they were and what was important in their life. So it became a blessing, right? Right, exactly. And everybody I've interviewed that's gone through what I call the the hell and back, um, the cosmic two by four that came and, you know, <laughs> literally changed their lives. Um, no matter how horrific some of the experiences have been, they were all incredibly grateful for the experience because living in their meaningful purpose now and in their own joy, in their own light, they realized that um, what they were living before was false. It was part of the lesson they had to learn to get where they are. But um, had they not had that redirect, I call it, be it cancer, be it losing everything, um, you wouldn't be on the path that you're on now. But that doesn't mean that you have to live in poverty now. Uh, It's just that our abundance and our, our enrichment is not attached to the dollar. Right. Uh, yes, absolutely. Our joy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it's very true. I guess it's, um, it takes courage in that way to say, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. I've been here. I've done that. was good. It was all right. But now I want something different. Yes. And then really open yourself to whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. The willingness again, right? The willingness to, to be open, to connect, to have a relationship, to being great, grateful for instead of why me and I lost everything of, oh, okay, maybe I didn't appreciate or value or didn't, didn't use it properly. Or maybe it was simply part of my journey to yeah. uh, have it, lose it, and then truly understand what the real value of life is, what the real abundance right. is. And it's in that simple joy. It's in the simple gratitude. It's in um, that beautiful service that we find each one of us, you know, is serving because it is about serving humanity and serving each other, you know, being part of that choir. And uh, when we do, when we make a difference in somebody's life, it's really quite beautiful. It's really very abundant, isn't it? No currency can pay you that that kind of feeling. But at the same time, of course, as human beings, uh, that does, there's still this misconstruing that if you've stepped into this world, that it's a world of, of poverty. You know, you've still got a, a roof over your head and everything else that you need in life. It's just that the, you're not driven by the money. You're driven right. by the abundance of enrichment and empowering others. And, and that's knowing, really where the world is. Mm. Right. And knowing oneself. Yes. Really finding, finding that deep sense of who I really am and what I'm really here for. And there's nothing more joyous than that or soul fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. And I guess I want to just say before, you know, rather than 
because I, I think we're running out of time mm -hmm. here, but rather than, rather than end on that note, I'd like to just say that, you know, these prayers of gratitude to the trees, the clouds, mm -hmm. the wind, the earth, the plants, whatever, are, are just personally transformational and don't commit anybody to anything they're not ready to take on. Exactly. So yes. there's, I just want to say that, that, that it's just about finding more joy um, yeah. through that simple act. And, yeah, if you've got a spouse yeah. or a loved one you want to take on the same journey, it has to be at their own time. They can be inspired yeah. by you. They can be inspired by what you're stepping into and the light that you're becoming. But you yeah. can't drag them along. They have yeah. to take their journey at their own pace. Yeah. And you must take yours at yours. And all you can hope is that your light becomes an inspiration, which becomes an invitation for them yes. to, yeah. to take their own journey. But and, um, yeah, and no not everybody. Mm. Right. I mean, we are all spiritual beings, whether mm. we like it or not, mm -hmm. whether we acknowledge it or not. <laughs> I believe yeah. that's what animates us. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, our purposes are very varied. And if we have a longing to find our purpose, then perhaps that's a signal mm -hmm. that there's something calling us. Yes. And so could we open ourselves? Uh, sometimes I think it seems to me that people, oh, I wish I knew my purpose. I, I hear that um, reasonably often. But um, it may be they've found it. But it's the doubting mind that goes, oh, this can't be enough or this or whatever, right? So <laughs> prayers of gratitude can really help. Just calm down, including, like you say, looking in the mirror and being grateful for our own selves and what we do bring to um, yeah. our relationships and our life. Yeah. And changing the chatter. Yeah. You know, when, when you're talking to that plant, you know, if you're being negative and, oh, you're unworthy plant, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to grow. So, okay. you know, don't say to yourself what you wouldn't say to a child, to a plant, to nature, mm -hmm. you know, speak to yourself in gratitude, speak to yourself mm -hmm. with love, mm -hmm. you know, speak to yourself with, with, possibilities and exploration of where you could be what you could be doing be open and ready to receive and mm -hmm. the prayer will um guide you with, with the good intent of heart it will guide you to what what you need to be doing and how you need to be doing and that's mm -hmm. just opening up because yeah. we're never alone that's the big yeah. thing isn't it we are never alone correct so how do people, um, what are your courses? You've got a two and a half day. How do people become a part of that? What is the, um, the program that you're offering and how do people find you? Uh, people find me on the website, loveisround.net. The words love is round came in my prayer time in 2015. And for me, they, they signify what is. Mm -hmm. Love is round. You can't find love in a dualistic world mm -hmm. in the right, wrong, good, bad, pretty, ugly, smart, stupid kind of way of looking at the world or me, them, or you know, love is around when we let go of that mind chatter and just experience what is. Yeah. So no beginning, um, no end, just a continuum. Correct. So, you know, yes, I do. I offer those drum journeys to help people go within to find out what the core of their 
dis-ease is, uh, companion prayers, a workshop that is called Connecting with the Sacred, which is uh, just, it could be a half day, but preferably a full day. And then um, the, I bring a shaman up here from Olympia, Washington, every three or four months to do healing treatments. Uh, and the core program, Exploring the Core Basis of Prayer, which is part one of a larger program that will eventually be um, available called Exploring the Phenomenon of Prayer. Mm-hmm. But the core basis has, uh, the core basis of prayer is the experience of connection. And that's where we access that round love <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, open ourselves to guidance and open ourselves to healing. Because I've seen that what healing is, is healing from the illusion that we're separate. Mm-hmm. We're not separate. We're not alone. Like you said, we're never alone. But we don't experience that. And I think it can lead to a lot of grief for people not to experience that. Yes. You know, loneliness is is very much of a human condition. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, when you're not connected and you feel alone, you know, then that's when despair comes along. And so because we all want to have a feeling of belonging of being a part of something and when you do step into that that divine presence then you realize you are one of the leaves on the tree rustle along with them (laughs) that's where the joy is right yeah and also people can find uh, one of the articles you've written on reflections of prayer here Mm -hmm. on self-discovery radio just under Mm -hmm. blog your stories it will also lead them back to your show here and your show will lead them to the reflections of prayer I invite you to come and read that as well and obviously look at your site as as well and uh, reach out to you have a chat to see if there is Mm -hmm. a fit if there is a synergy right yes and yes. they can get hold of you, um, your email? Uh, Morgan.Sherry at iCloud.com. Okay. And, but uh, they can also send me a message through my website. Right. Okay. So just probably go to the website and that will be the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and t- touch bases with you. And because really, I think if we learn first and foremost that art of prayer how to truly connect then we will realize that no matter what in our journey we're never alone right. that that prayer is something that uh, opens up your your channel or opens up your um your focus and it helps you really know the path that you're taking because you realize you're not alone so thanks very much sherry for being thank with you us. very much sarah it's been a pleasure and uh, folks you know it's you are worthy you are loved. Love is round. It has no beginning or end. It doesn't have any conditions. It simply is. And when you step into that love of self, you now resonate that love out to everyone else to become that light and that invitational love that they can find in themselves. So please find some love of self and, uh, and step into your own gratitude of prayer because you will find that it will help you on your journey of life. So until next time, folks, bye for now. Bye-bye. For more wonderful shows like this, please go to selfdiscoveryradio.com, podcasts and see our lineup. And if you wish to support us, we have a funded button. Please stay tuned for our next show.